welcome back to Hostels in Hawaii. My name is Zoe Cashin, your host, and today we have two very special guests. Introduce yourselves. I'm Isaac. And I'm Isaac. <laughs> we have two Isaacs. I'm just kidding. We have Isaac and Sam here with us today. Um, and Isaac is my cousin. And then Sam, who's also introduced as Isaac, (laughs) is Isaac's girlfriend. And the two of them have just gotten back from, I mean, a life-changing trip, if we call it that. What are we calling it? We we were trying to make up names for it at dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it's a vacation. Maybe they were trying to, like, do a mix of their two names and make it into something. What was it? What did you guys end up coming up with? It wasn't good, yeah. Lame, lame they were trying to figure out something with their last names, but basically they went on a trip for 13 months. That is insane. I don't even know if I want to call it a trip because you guys were traveling for 13 months. I feel like going on a vacation and traveling the way that you guys did are completely two different things. So I don't want to... It wasn't like a year-long vacation. This was like you guys getting down dirty traveling for 13 months, which is a long time to be on the move and to be doing lots of different things. So I wanted to talk all about your experience today and get your take on so many things. I wanted to pick your guys' brain. Um, But first question is just, how does it feel to be home after being gone for that long? You should answer that. Well, uh, I guess for me it felt really weird because I'm not from here. For Isaac, it just felt normal, like he was just home. But we walked into D.C. and I just felt super weird. We got back and I was really anxious, like, what are we doing here? Why? What is this place? Did you get a little bit of culture shock? I guess a little bit. Well, we just came from somewhere that has, like, really small streets and it's a little bit chaotic and uh, dusty and... And it was just just a different environment. So I feel like coming back and walking through D.C., like this big city, it was empty and there were like big open streets and it was cold. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. just like way different from... And it was your first time abroad too. So it's interesting that even <laughs> wow. after 14 months away, you didn't come back and you're like, oh, thank God I'm home. Yeah. You were like, what is this place? <laughs> it like, is, this place is not familiar. That was your first time ever going abroad. Mm-hmm. That is insane. And then you left for that long. Yeah. Wow. So what was that experience like when you first land? Oh, okay, I guess first we should, do you guys remember, can you say every single place that you went on this crazy trip? Just so the viewers every know. Every town? Or every, every country. country? Yeah, we can go in order. We landed in Italy. From Italy, we went to Ireland. We came back to Italy for a long time. Yeah. Then, then we, we went, went to Greece. Greece. From Greece, we went to Croatia. We did a work away there. For yeah, we did a work away in Croatia. Mm-hmm. We went to Montenegro, Bosnia, back to Croatia, uh, from Croatia to Paris, Paris to Spain, Spain to London, London to Budapest. Yep, and then to. This is crazy. Like, that is Austria. insane. Yeah, Austria, Austria, then Sweden. Sweden. But and you listed cities, not countries yeah i listed cities not countries for those for <laughs> we, those we get the gist yeah. we understand okay so you right. guys were all over and you said wait did you say that you hit 18 countries 18 okay 18 countries in 13 months and the first one was italy so when you land in italy what's the feeling how do you feel when you first uh, land that was your first time ever out of the country well isaac was like prepping me sorry 
Isaac was prepping me to to leave, and he's going to be like, yeah, it'll look different. It will be so exciting. Like, I've done these trips where you land, and you're like, whoa. And we landed, and we were on the train, and we were like, oh, this is kind of similar to America. Like, really? nothing is shockingly different, except for that you don't really understand what people around you are saying, and you can't understand anything that's written. Uh, but I guess... Well, I was really jet-lagged. But in Italy, a lot less people spoke English than other countries that we've gone to. So I feel mm-hmm. like that was a big adjustment, just, like, not understanding what's going on around me or being able to read anything. And... Could people tell you guys were American? Because I remember when my family was in Italy, everybody looked at us, and they could immediately tell we were American, and they were obsessed with me and my sister's blonde hair and our eyes, and they were like, oh my gosh, and it was just very, it was an interesting experience, because I feel like I had never felt so obviously American before, and like, and then the fact that people were so excited about that, it was just a very interesting thing to experience. Did you guys get any of that? We definitely did. We we traveled in Southeast Asia a lot too, and there, we had a lot more people excited to see yeah. Americans like run up to us, take pictures. In Europe, we were like a kind of bashful about it because mm-hmm. we thought America was going to be so unpopular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just we felt like America had a bad reputation, yeah. uh, which was never the case. People were like always. Yeah, some places, people were like, "Oh yeah, we were not excited to have." American yeah, that's true. As awesome. American travelers have like maybe a reputation of being like among the more obnoxious uh, house guests. Yeah, so like that's not us. We come in peace. Yeah. You're yeah. a little nervous. <laughs> um, and then when you were in Asia, people could tell that you were American. They were, yeah, or at least were water. they? Ex- they were excited. <laughs> yeah. They were excited to see you though. Yeah. Uh, when we first got to Thailand, they had just like reopened to travelers, mm-hmm. and a lot of Thailand's um, in- infrastructure and and uh, like income, I think, relies on tourism. So mm-hmm. people were were really excited to see us. And like one of the first towns that we went to was like a little less touristy than other places mm-hmm. we went. So we would walk around, and and people would be pretty excited to see us like Mm -hmm. we went to buy water one day and this lady had her son come come sell me the water and she like took a video of the whole interaction and they were really really sweet that's so sweet i think it's so cute when people of different cultures are excited to meet one another and they're like oh my gosh look like they're different from me but they're so excited and i remember when i was a little kid you guys might have heard this story before but i was like a baby and my parents were walking around with me in dc and i was just you know an American baby in D.C., and this entire bus, I think it was a tour group from Korea, and they were in an entire bus, and they all exited the bus, saw my parents, like, right in front of, like, the Washington Memorial, and they were like, look at that baby, that's an American baby, and one of them, like, asked me that to my parents and said, can I take a photo with your baby, and my parents were like, I mean, sure, yeah, and then next thing they knew, they had, like, grabbed me, and they were taking a photo, and the entire bus had, like, lined up, like, gotten in a line, and was, like, passing me down the line, and they were all taking, like, selfies and photos with me in front of the monuments, and I'm just, like, this little baby, but it's, like, it's such a funny story. My parents were like, wait, where's our child? Why is she getting passed through this line of people? But 
but it's just it's honestly kind of sweet because they were just so excited to see a little american baby and i don't know the idea of people from different cultures like coming together through travel and being so excited to meet one another to the point where they'll take a picture with a random baby i think is a really sweet like wholesome thing about humans as a whole i just think it's adorable so that's cool that you guys had some experiences like that where people were excited to meet you did you have any really bad experiences with anybody being upset that you were traveling or like in their space I bet you guys were really respectful, so. Yeah, I'm sure we made some mistakes. Like, I'm sure that we, uh, I'm sure we offended some people by accident. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, nobody ever, like, totally berated us or anything over. There was, like, in in Vietnam, when you go on the buses, uh, you're supposed to take off your shoes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's a language barrier, so. We you get on with your shoes and they were like we get off not even on we got on the first like the the step to get on to the bus with yeah. our shoes on and they and that, like, like uh the bus driver would like grab you and and like remove your shoes for you oh and like gosh. put them in the bag and and then like like push you onto the bus so i'm sure like yeah, well, things like that where there's language barriers mm-hmm. and you're not like uh, used to the customs there. That's so funny. Is there's just a huge bag of shoes no, on the bus? You you you, you keep your own keep shoes. Keep your own shoes. In a bag. <laughs> you put your stinky ass <laughs> shoes in a plastic bag and then you go put them in your seat with you. Oh my god! So you got That's your- so interesting. Do you know why they do that? What's the thought process so behind it? Clean. Yeah, I think they keep the aisles cleaner. Yeah, because I think <laughs> so I guess because I guess from the like mud or yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's actually very sweet. Yeah. If it's rainy season too, I imagine that that the shoes can get pretty nasty. Yeah. In there. It's kind of but, a good idea, actually. I kind of yeah. like that. See, it's so cool. There's so many things from travel that you're like, oh, they do it differently from us here, but there's something to it, or there's something that we could like learn from it. So what was, I know that you guys went to so many different places, but if you had to choose one place, um, which, out of all the countries you went to, which do you think had the biggest impact on, on you through your trip? You can take some time to think about it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we got to to learn the most about people in Bosnia and like their experience with the Yugoslavian war. And so that was like really impactful. It was the first time that we got to spend a lot of time with local people, I feel mm-hmm. like, um, instead of just like touring through mm-hmm. through other people's countries. So that was... That was like eye opening because I didn't even honestly know about the the Yugoslavian War before. Mm-hmm. And did the locals the just kind of like take you under their wing and teach you about things, and you got to like talk to them about their experience? Yeah, because it was. I mean, it was like a huge, huge it's a huge part of their recent history because Bosnia and Herzegovina got independence from Serbia slash Yugoslavia in in the nineties, like the late nineties. Yeah, so like kids grew up during that. Yeah, conflict. so like people Isaac's and I's age were born during the siege of Sarajevo and stuff when, when they were mm-hmm. in the middle of a war. It's crazy crazy. that there's like things that impact people in other parts of the world that we can have no idea about. It's insane to me. And especially because I feel like here in America, our news, I feel like travels farther. Like I think other 
places, other people, other countries are a lot more involved in our news and what's going on with us than we are in other places, which I think is, it's just interesting. I don't know why it has started to be that way, but I feel like it's been that way for a while. And I think that's one of the important things, like as an American, is you kind of have to step out of that and realize that we are not the only place in the world. We're we're a little self-absorbed as a country. We definitely are. I was describing if America had a personality with my friend Astrid because she's from Sweden, a podcast actually just dropped with her today. And in that, I was talking about how if America had this personality, she would be a little bit vain. And she would kind of think that everyone else is obsessed with her and that, like, you know, everyone else just talks about her and thinks about her when, like, in reality, like, you know... There's a million... Yeah, there's so many other things going on and there's so many other... Like, if other countries also had personalities, they would be their own people with their own cool things to bring to the table. And it would be like, okay, America, you need to chill out a little bit. And you got to, like, start asking other people questions about themselves because I think just America as a whole, we're just not, we're just not involved as much in, like, other places, cultures, and current events and things. And it's crazy to me that, like, a war could be going on in a place and it could be so impactful to the people around it and we could just be living our lives having no idea. It's kind of insane. That's something we did kind of bad about in our travels is we went to so many different places in so many different countries that we didn't take the time to, like, learn about each country in Mm -hmm. history because I know a lot of the countries, especially in Asia, that we went to, and, of course, Vietnam have, like, have Mm -hmm. had in recent years, like, a lot of strife and, you know, everyone has their own culture and stuff, which... Yeah. Didn't and while traveling, it's like it's so easy to meet and spend time with other travelers, right. way easier to spend time with other travelers than it is to spend time with local people. Mm-hmm. So we spent a lot of time like t- talking with uh, p- talking people throughout the day about what things were like back in their home. But we mm-hmm. we often missed out on. Uh, yeah, some local yeah. experiences. Well, it makes sense because travelers are in the same like space as you you know you guys are in the same moment of life together like both like oh we're both on this adventure versus locals you're like oh this is just their life you know and they have they have a work and responsibilities and things and so like ideally you want to become super close to the locals but you're also a traveler passing through you know and so also for them it's like do they you know want to invest their time in these people who are just going to leave i think that's like one of my things that i learned through traveling is meeting people and getting to know them is like the best thing ever but it also hurt so much when you have to leave and so I think it's easier for travelers to connect with other travelers because you both go into it knowing like we're both yeah like this is a temporary moment and it's why it's so special versus I know with you know my friends at least that I made who were local in the places I went like it was I think harder to like be like oh yeah it's this is temporary kind of thing I don't know it's tough um but I think you know, if you can befriend someone who's local in the place that you're in, that's, like, the best thing you could do, I think, because then they can teach you so much, and you can teach them a lot as well, you know, it's just such a, like, cool connection that can form. I Um, feel like we liked our, we, we, like, treasured our interactions with local people that we had a little bit more, too, because I don't know, like, there were bigger language barriers and things like that, too, so when we did get to get to connect with people that actually lived in the communities we were visiting it felt more more impactful Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah I felt like more more like a connection than like small talk yeah exactly so what about with other travelers one of my 
like things with hostels right mm-hmm. the podcast hostels in hawaii mm-hmm. i feel like i started this podcast because of the characters i was meeting in the hostel and i was like damn there's some people with some interesting ass lives and some interesting stories like you meet i feel like the coolest craziest people at hostels so do you guys have anyone that sticks out in your mind as like one of the craziest characters that you met because they stayed in a bunch of hostels and we can get into that in a second (laughs) of like which ones you stayed in and all that good jazz but i want to hear who were the characters that stuck out for you guys at the hostels or just like on the trip in general like you were saying if it was a local i'm sure we're thinking about like the exact same (laughs) same couple yeah there was one couple but they um, weren't characters we really well, they were characters in their own right, like we all are. But well, I mean, they were... They're the most unique people that we Yeah, met. they were doing an awesome thing. They were, like, very regular to talk to, except mm-hmm. that they were doing something, you know, most people don't don't imagine doing. We, what were they, they doing? Were, um, they were biking, bicycling from Amsterdam to China over and the course of, like, two going. years. They're still going, they're yeah. Oh, we just gosh. checked on them. They're on the Armenian border. We just border. checked on them. <laughs> yeah. No, they're in Iran now. Okay. Yeah. They're in Iran now, but uh, we met them. That's the update, guys. If you were wondering about the <laughs> yeah, couple track. that's biking, everyone can can follow along their website. Yeah, yeah. what's their website? It's, Let's it's plug them. Cycle, the number two nature dot com. Cycle two nature. They've been on the road for five hundred and fifty three days, and they've covered fifteen thousand eight hundred and ninety kilometers. I don't know how. Up that is insane. It's probably more now. I don't know. Because they keep biking. Ago, okay. That doesn't seem like that. Much oh wow! Far. This is their. Actually, have a nice little website. That's a lot. Oh my god, that's such a cute website. Yeah, it's really cool. They've like and she writes it in German, so you you get the Google translation. Yeah, (laughs) they've kept really good track of like everywhere they've camped, and they do like little gallery updates of all the places. Wow, that's really well made. The website. Okay, guys, you should definitely go check it out. Cycle the number two nature um that's amazing that is so interesting and (laughs) i wonder what toll that takes on your body like did they seem like they were in really good shape they They were in decent shape they were like the toughest people ever they were (laughs) they were were just like like, they were so uh i mean they were so happy with the decision the life decision they'd made and then so day cute. to day, they yeah. were so happy with, like, every little little bit of... Mm. Well, they were super friendly. So, like, everywhere they went, people would They're offer like, them a snack or, yeah, mm-hmm. they would have a, a nice little interaction with some stranger. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, I think people forget that. Like, kindness goes such a far away or friendliness goes such a far away. Like, mm-hmm. if you're just kind and open and willing to talk to someone, like... They're just out of the kindness of their hearts gonna be like, yeah, come into my house and have a meal, you know. Especially if you're traveling and you obviously are just on a bike and don't really have, you know, the means to be making yourself a meal. Like, I feel like that's like the best thing you can do for yourself, and not even, you know, be kind to people so that they give you food. But it's just like be kind, just to be kind, because that's just a more fun way of life, and you're just gonna be happier. Like how you said, they're just so happy and they're so happy with their decision. Like that makes so much sense to me because I think the people who can like break out of their shell, break out of the box of like a normal life like that's obviously a crazy thing to do but why not like we're on this earth for however long like you don't know how much time you have you may as well do something crazy and fun and something that's gonna make you happy with someone you love and you're gonna get to meet all these cool people and you're gonna get exercise from your bike and there'll be a story you can tell 
anyone then that they'll be inspired by it so like i'm inspired hearing it i'm like oh my god i need i need to hop on the bike right now what am i doing (laughs) like that's so awesome that they did that and that they seem so happy with their decision and that they're just enjoying life and it's just so interesting that like some people really think you have to be in like the workforce all your life or you have to you know go from high school college the workforce and it's like no there's people out there that are just biking from where did you say was it to amsterdam to china yeah that's insane. There's people out in the world doing that. So if you're out there and you're in high school or college and you're kind of stressed about where your life path is going right now, remember, and you're like, oh, I have to, I need to get a job. I need to get this internship so I can get this job. Remember that there's people out there who are quite literally biking from Amsterdam to China and they are happy and living their life and you can do that as well. And you don't need to be, I don't know, you don't need to be stressed about always progressing your life forward i guess in like a way of like work you can enjoy things and that to me what they're doing is like so productive with their time i think yeah yeah it's such a productive use of time they're just biking and they're traveling i love it that's crazy so you guys met them where met them in greece at uh like a place called meteora which are i don't know what the town was called the town is called kalambaka um Meteora are monasteries on top of these gigantic rock formations. Whoa. In, it was really cool. Yeah, it's a really, really cool I'll place. Like, it no, looks straight out of a movie. Um, and they had bikes there, obviously. So they, had to, <laughs> they took, like, a 10-day biking detour. It was during to, a big disaster in Greece, too. So they had, like, a really difficult journey to get there. Because mm-hmm. wow. they persevered. And stuff. We took the rental car. Yeah, we, we rented a car. <laughs> did they hop in the rental car with you? They're like, we, we did. We like them drove them to a sunset, sunset spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they they so were sweet. allowed to step off the bikes. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, sorry, we'll just bike along yeah, next we'll to you guys. We're like, it's kind of like just a moral thing at this point. Um, okay, so how is your guys? So they're. They're the biggest character, and I'm sure if you guys think of any other characters while you're talking about your trip, please bring them up, because I think that's one of my favorite parts of traveling is the people that you meet along the way. Um, but how was your experience as a whole in hostels and doing, I know you guys did some workways and like all of that stuff. What was your biggest takeaway from it? What was your favorite part of it? Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're showing me a picture of the rock. That is quite a nice rock. Wow. I love it. Also, like wait, can I plug your guys's? That is quite uh, a nice rock. <laughs> can I plug your guys's Instagram of yeah, your travel of stuff? Yeah, sure. Okay, so it's called Sis. Oh, Isaac and Sam doing stuff and things, right? Yeah. No that space, that no that made it was so hard for me to read that because I am so dyslexic and it's all there's no spaces obviously because it is an Instagram but yes it's Isaac and Sam doing stuff and things and if you want to look at any photos from their travels it's on there and is, is it an open Instagram yeah. maybe yeah, okay yeah, yeah. so yeah people will go look at it now hopefully yeah <laughs> there's a bunch of cool pictures on there i was following the whole year that you guys were away i would like see it and i'm like oh that's so sweet and it was it's so nice i think it's that's one of the coolest things about social media is people can like keep updated with your travels and all that stuff um but yes okay back to the hostels what was your experience with all of that as we are on hostels in hawaii mm-hmm. well we had an awesome time in hostels um like i said earlier meeting other travelers uh who we then like spend the whole day with um as a couple, though, like, less people 
were you know how when when you're a single person in a hostel like people just come up to you and chat mm -hmm. frequently like that mm -hmm. happened less so if we wanted to interact with other people we had to and yeah, like, look we're friendly yeah. we're a couple yeah. but we want to make friends yeah exactly. Yeah. which like makes sense it's more yeah. intimidating to walk up to, to two people that obviously are in kind of their own world yeah. I guess mm -hmm. and also they probably are like oh they seem to be dating so maybe yeah. they want alone time who knows like they don't, you don't know so you're like maybe they're married maybe they're on their honeymoon yeah. like you don't know so you're like oh maybe they, maybe they want privacy yeah, exactly. but they also it could just be like a young couple that wants to make friends so you have yeah. no idea and I also think yeah solo travelers kind of find each other because they're like mm -hmm. oh hey I don't have any friends here you don't have any friends here let's yeah. be buddies and then a so, lot of people end up traveling together, together which, which is so cute yeah we that didn't is awesome. do that yeah. with anybody we met in hostels. So you guys felt like you kind of had to put yourself some more out there to make the friends in the hostels? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. You have to, like, go go sit in the common room and, and like, hey, <laughs> Talk to me. hey, where are you from? <laughs> hey, what are you up to tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, well, I think that goes with, like, lots of things in life. Like, you have to kind of put yourself out there and just be like, okay, hey, like, I'm here. I'm ready to make friends. Like, yeah. come to me. Like, and I think that's, like, one of the things that's so valuable about staying in the hostels you like make friends in such an interesting way like you said you just go sit in the common area and you're like what are you guys doing tomorrow you guys want to get into some shenanigans or like <laughs> like you just have to put yourself out there and yeah. it's, it's so fun um so where were all the places that you guys stayed in hostels you guys have a little list um, oh yeah our yeah. favorite place was in was in bosnia and herzegovina in mostar it was called tazo's house and we liked it so much because it was literally Tazo's house. He had turned his house into a hostel. And so it was really small. Tazo sounds like a legend, obviously. Yeah, Tazo, Tazo is a best. legend. Everyone, everyone should be so lucky to meet yeah, Tazo. Yeah, go hang out with Tazo. Dude, I want to now. Um, he was the best. He, yeah, he just ran like this small hostel. Uh, he turned his house into a hostel after the war when they came back. Um, and everyone there was just like really chill like you know sometimes in a hostel like you meet a couple people and you're like oh you guys are cool but but like not everybody is cool mm -hmm. like here everybody was great we like loved every single person like, that had to be cool to get into Tazo's house yeah, exactly. Tazo like specifically like, was like I only take cool people or something that was one of the first places where they they openly were like oh yeah we heard americans were coming and we were not excited about <laughs> really? it really and, and they, they were like did you, you guys, guys change their cool? minds okay yeah. they were like you guys are cool yeah, well you were allowed to tazo's house so obviously you guys are cool yeah, yeah. that's yeah. so funny wait so where were the people staying at tazo's house where were they from was um, it everywhere one girl was from switzerland but had been living in australia she was doing a work away there mm -hmm. um one guy was from england there were two girls from two Den Danish girls, two yeah, Danish and girls. a Spanish guy. Oh yeah, Santiago. and a guy from no, he was from Mexico. So you guys were the only Americans. Yeah, and they yeah. were scared to meet you. We that's so funny. Americans, a lot of places. I think that's awesome though. Like yeah. I feel like that's what you want when you're traveling in Europe or in, in Asia. Like you want to be the only Americans and kind of just like a little fly on the wall to another yeah. culture and be like almost like. I almost go like undercover you're like I'm not even American anymore I just want to like I want to hear and see and and experience everything they do and like their normal life yeah. um and I feel like if it was like filled with other Americans you'd be like oh it just feels like we're taking over and we're yeah, just like it was mm -hmm. nice to not be like grouped in with a bunch of other Americans we had for instance this one boat trip in Laos um that takes two days down the river uh -oh. and we got on the boat 
expecting that like not a lot of other backpackers would take a two-day boat trip Mm -hmm. because like their time's a little more (laughs) important Mm -hmm. to them and uh whatever we were on that boat with like 100 british and 25 year old just like total partiers yeah we call them party brits (laughs) but they were 100 party brits and Canadian, Canadian party, Brits. party Brits. Canadian party Brits. And that experience, like, it was it was a good time, actually. Like, it's uh, fun as a traveler, but not as someone entering somebody else's country. Yeah, it just Especially felt a so... Especially uh, felt like we were totally taking over the whole river. Yeah. <laughs> we own this river now. Us and the party Brits mm-hmm. are the owners of the river. Yeah. But that made us feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, we were like, we don't we can enjoy this because we feel really disruptive Mm -hmm. what are some of your guys's tips since you guys are kind of pro travelers at this point like i feel like once you travel for that long what would you guys say if someone really wants to travel but they're unsure how to do it in a respectful way and they they're very concerned about like making sure they don't just come stomping into other people's homes you know in a sense um and they want to be respectful or like you know, appreciating culture versus, like, appropriating it. Like, what are your guys' – some of your, like, biggest tips on just how to be, like, respectful traveler? I think thinking about it is, like, 90% of the way there. Like, I- intent mm-hmm. always shines through, right? So mm-hmm. if you are trying to be respectful and uh, nice to the people you meet, I think mm-hmm. that that uh, carries. And yeah, if you just are there to party or whatever, yeah. then you're much more likely to uh, – you know, not worry about who you rub the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I agree I with like the, the attention behind it. Like if you're just, or even asking that question, you probably are pretty self-aware and you want to come in with good intentions um, and stuff like what you were saying about like the bus, you know, like having to take your shoes off and you didn't know that yeah. kind of stuff is going to be unavoidable. Sometimes that stuff's going to happen. There's going to be language barriers. And as, as much as, you know, it would be amazing to like know that stuff going in. That's part of the, the journey is figuring it out as you go, you know, and, and just hope that it doesn't come off in a disrespectful way at all. Like, I don't think I bet the bus driver was just like, ah, yeah, oh, these classic Americans, yeah, like I just got to take, take their shoes off for them, you know? Um, but yeah, I think intention is, yeah. is definitely the biggest thing so if you are asking that question you're probably on the right track um but what was i going to say about the oh yeah can you guys give us some other names of the hostels that you guys stayed at and like if what would you recommend for us okay we um this is not strictly speaking a hostel but we yeah just places that you stayed (laughs) we did a boat trip where we took a boat between two islands in indonesia that um from Flores. Flores Island to Lombok Island. Uh, and we stayed on the boat for three Whoa. nights. Whoa, that's so fucking In cool. the cabin. So there was just an, a big deck of the boat with, with 12 like a, mattresses a laid out. Mm-hmm. And everyone slept and lived on the boat for, uh, for the three nights. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, that was an awesome time. I mean, partly because of the, the scenery around the boat was so dramatic. You were like sailing through the Indonesian islands. Um, uh, and it was just beautiful, and you could jump off the boat sometimes yeah, if you anchored. Really we did a work away in a castle. Mm-hmm. It was pretty. We did a work away in a Where castle. Where was that? What country were you in then? In Italy, it mm-hmm. was outside of Florence, and it was called Ristanchi. They do weddings. Yeah, another stuff plug, there, so another shout out to Ristanchi. Anyone yeah, can no. go. It's yeah. on work away. Yeah, that, that's that's was gonna be my other question. So obviously, you guys like stayed in hostels. You did some workaways, and those for the most part is pretty cheap way to travel especially if you're working away you're 
quite literally working for your stay so it is basically free um or it should be free it depends obviously depends on each thing um and then hostels can be especially in europe and asia i believe they're really cheap yeah, right asia was like three to six dollars for a bed yeah that's amazing and so i think there's another a lot of people have this perception of travel that it's really expensive that you have to save for years to go on like a two-week vacation or whatever and obviously like you guys are still young it's not like you've been in the workforce for that long it's not like you've been saving yeah. your entire lives for this trip but you were able to you know what did you guys work at all like money paying jobs yeah i worked okay, the yeah. whole time i kept my remote job but oh, wow, to your okay. point like we in asia especially could spend something like 20 to $30 per day to have like an awesome day. Yeah. And $30 per day is like less a than day. a lot of people are paying yeah. for rent right True. now. Yeah. yeah. No, sometimes full-time traveling is a lot cheaper actually than living in America and paying rent and yeah. paying yeah. for food and all that, and that stuff. And that was if we had like a big ball in day. Like sometimes yeah. you yeah, could you get could spend through the a lot day less with than like that. 10 or $15 dollars yeah. depending. Uh, so you worked your remote job and you guys did workaways and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But do you guys have any other tips for people on like how to travel cheaper or not to, you know, worry as much about money? Like if someone's listening, they want to do this. They want to do what you guys are talking about. They want to go and travel for a whole year. What would be your advice on that? So that because I want people to know it's very accessible. It's very you can do it yourself. You don't have to have a lot of money. You don't have to, you know, you can just do it all on your own. But what would you guys say? I was, like, really nervous about running out of money in the beginning because I didn't have a job. So I saved, like, $7,000 to be able to travel. and You didn't spend all of it. Yeah, and I didn't spend all of it. There you go, yeah. Uh, But I was, like, really worried about it in the beginning. So I was, like, really assessing, like, is this something that I need or is it just something that I want? Like, this is us living Mm -hmm. our lives, not on vacation. Right. Um, So I just, like really thought about the things that I that I wanted mm-hmm. to buy and like most days especially when we were at work at workaways we didn't spend any money mm-hmm. whatsoever mm-hmm. yeah um and then like you know we cooked at home or at the hostel mm-hmm. when we were in Europe we cooked like pretty much all the time we barely ate out mm-hmm. and yeah those um, are the like easiest ways to save money are on food and then on transportation like if you're to, don't hire places. like drivers and taxis to yeah. take you especially between cities you can take buses yeah. um yeah if you if you have more time you can just like take the slow route between wherever you need to go rather than like flying uh and like from oh sorry go ahead. no go for it <laughs> uh well i know in europe that you can get like the rail pass so if you know you're going to be in europe for a long time that's helpful mia yeah oh mia's it. here i did that i took your rail and it was awesome it How was, was like, your experience yeah, tell us. well we had my friends and i got the i think we got like 15 trains within 30 days that's like one of the like packages you can get and you just pay some set amount and you get like that number of trains that you're allowed to book and you can book them from wherever to wherever on whatever day you want you just only get 15 so we did that and it was awesome and we just took a lot of really great chill train rides and the trains are pretty nice and you can usually sleep on them unless it's like trains are kind of awesome i feel like you're mysterious and you can like walk around the cars as you're moving there's a bathroom like you have a whole setup usually usually a really pretty view i feel very mysterious and cool on trains i'm like where am i going what stop am i getting off at excellent overnight train that was like a hostel on wheels it was no way i forgot about that it was amazing 
it was like right it was right after we had gotten to Thailand and they just they were so organized like they knew that the tourists that were getting on the on the train would have no idea what they were doing so like everybody lined you up where where the train was going to pick you up and then you hopped on and it was just like these crazy rows of like bright green curtained beds that like wow. looked like hostel beds just all, it was kind of like a jungle gym too like they had we were on the top bunk so cool. and they just put like ropes between the ceiling and the railing of your bed to let to not let you fall out while you slept and to like help pull yourself up and down from your bed so the whole thing was i felt like we were like being a monkey on the train (laughs) hopping around that's so much fun something that'll save you money in asia i feel like particularly in southeast asia is like being flexible like having more time in asia is helpful because like sometimes the cheaper buses and stuff are like it takes time to figure out how to access them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so our advice would be be flexible. Yeah. Give yourself a lot of time. And going just less places. You will like totally enjoy your travel if you cut one or two spots you might be thinking about going to. Um, like taking the extra day in the places you definitely want to go helps mm-hmm. you save money and uh, yeah. lets yeah. you experience them a lot yeah. more more fully. Yeah, Yeah. I also think it's good to just be like, okay, let's go with the flow of this. Obviously, like, there's, you know, going to be different. Like, you're going to have the logistics of, like, this train and all that stuff. But, like, just being like, okay, like, if I can't get to everything, that's okay. Like, I'm here. Let's enjoy where I am as much as possible. Um, Because I feel like it makes you less stressed out about money and making sure you get everything done. And I feel like with traveling, it's like, you got to just, you know, it's it's so much time, effort, and money at some times. Um for these logistics to get you to these places and so like you just have to enjoy it as much as you possibly can once you are there and not be so worried about getting to the next place so i think it's good to you know kind of be like okay yeah we can take this long bus ride or this bus is going to be cheaper and it's going to take us you know a long time to get here but like we're going to enjoy the bus ride it's going to be an experience like i think all of that is just good to keep in mind and so a lot of traveling i think is the mindset you go into it with and like being ready to kind of rough it or be flexible i think is the best thing you can do for yourself because then you'll probably have the most enjoyable time you know and then also not even having huge expectations and like just being like all right let's just see let's just see what happens let's go have fun you know because it's supposed to be fun and i think more times than not i think a lot of people go on family vacations and it's like a stressful experience for them and then it's crazy that you guys i'm sure you guys had some stressful moments because obviously like traveling for a whole year that's you know crazy or even over you guys traveled over a year yeah. But I think for the most part, like, did you guys feel like, was that the best year of your lives? Do you feel like? I mean, it well, looked like it question. was. No one's asked that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. It, it has to be. I, I mean. Like, yeah, we did like the most with our year, which mm-hmm. I feel like is really important to Isaac and I. Like, we don't mm-hmm. want to just live mundane lives where we don't do anything, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. Yeah, like, I can remember, old. yeah, yeah, we're all Barts now. <laughs> uh, I feel like, like, I can remember, like, pretty much everything that we did generally. Like, yeah. you know, don't ask Probably me the most what memorable. I did 8.30 p.m. a year ago, but, yeah. um, like, yeah. I could go back and I can write down all of the places that mm-hmm. we stayed and stuff mm-hmm. and, like, remember what we did most of the days. And, like, yeah. I feel like you just can't really do that with yeah i've enjoyed every year of my life but this was the most 
most special or the most intentional. My most memorable, most intentional year, 100%. And yeah, like that's to your point, like I'm asking you guys about stuff that happened literally over a year ago, you know, like when you first got to Italy and I was like, how did that feel? That was a feeling you felt over a year ago. And most people, if you ask them, like, how did you feel at this time over a year ago? They might not be able to, they're like, I don't have no clue what I was feeling, but something about travel really brings out, it's like a heightened way of a life almost. Like it brings out the emotion. It is very memorable thing. Like I still remember how I, exactly how I felt. If someone asks me how I felt when I first landed on my first island in Hawaii, I remember the feeling exactly oh my gosh oh my god I had like a tingle in my toes like I looked up at the stars and I just felt this like energy from the stars it was like a great I mean crazy amount of stars and I can still picture like when I think about it I see it in my head and I was wearing this like huge 75 liter backpack on my back and like I had, oh, damn. You had no a clue 75 liter backpack, backpack. Huge. huge especially because I was just like this little 18 year old girl and I'm like wearing this giant backpack and I just <laughs> I was just so small Mia you're the same size <laughs> oh, you're now, just so but... tiny. oh so tiny Mia just has this joke ongoing joke right now about being tiny um but yeah, I just remember looking up at the stars and feeling, like, the energy around me. And it was, like, it was, what's the word, like, Unreal. you could, no, like, you could <laughs> actually, like, feel it. Like, you know when you can, like, feel energy? Like, I could feel energy coursing through my body, and it started in my toes. It was, like, a little tingle in my toes, and it, like, went up through my entire body. And I just wow. felt, like, so content. I was, like, I'm supposed to be here right now. Wow. And I was just ready for the adventure to come. And it's insane because... I was so naive that I had no clue I was going to end up living there for a year. No clue. But I just felt, it felt very right. And there was a lot of energy, a lot of excitement. And I mean, that was over a year ago now. And I can still recall, like it was yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just, I feel like, speaks to like the memorability of travel. And it, yeah. you're right, it's just very intentional too. Like everything you're doing is yeah. like, you're like, we're making memories yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah, we had to plan every day. Well, yeah, you, you guys know, were on the move. Days, days where we didn't do anything. But. Yeah. How did you guys decide, like, to do this in the first place? Like, how did this, how did you get this idea? What, like, sparked it where you're like, we need to do this? You mm. always kind of had it in your head that you'd do some level of, of extended travel, right? Yeah, I guess that's it. I, I like to travel, and I always felt like mm-hmm. uh, it was, I was going to have pretty severe like life level FOMO if I just like started working and then never stopped working. Right. So I felt like it was a just like something I really wanted to do and also had to do mm-hmm. for my own just like life growth and uh, mm-hmm. life experiences. Well, that was going to be one of my questions for you guys is that obviously you went, you saw a lot of pretty places, you saw a lot of pretty things, um, but I don't think traveling is just about, you know, seeing things going to these places right I think it's also such a like self time of growth like you develop so much as a human being and I can't imagine like a whole year of it like I'm sure you guys grew so much so I was going to ask you what do you think you grew most in in yourself through your travels I guess I'll start with that because I have I have other questions kind of on this similar topic but I don't want to bombard you with all of it right away so how do you guys think you grew most yeah, I have to think about it. Like, you can think about this it. is kind of maybe an anticlimactic answer. Like, it was super fulfilling to me. Um, and I had, like, I feel so, like, uh, like, I feel so satisfied having done the trip. I have a, I don't have a great answer about, like, how it's changed my perception other than, mm-hmm. uh, 
I feel like I'm able to quantify it better because you've done more travel before. Yeah, give it a whirl. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I... You're quantifying it well. Okay, I'm not quantifying <laughs> You can take your time. I was also going to ask you guys what you thought the other person grew most, and I don't know, maybe that's easier to answer first. Isaac is really good at adapting mm-hmm. to, like, every environment that he's in and just like being himself as a human mm-hmm. you know it's so. a good skill to have isaac That's great. yeah but like you're Thanks, just guys. always like that <laughs> so i'm like trying but you to like think. watch him flourish in like all these new environments and you knew that about him but then you're like oh wow look he adapts in all of these crazy new environments yeah yeah, and he, something Isaac is, I'll just toot the Isaac horn a little bit, but something Isaac is really good at is, like, being excited about doing activities and then, like, finding them and making a plan for what to do and then being like, oh, this other place looks cool, which is, like, really good for travel. Like, that's something I've appreciated about him as a partner a lot because, like, I'm very much someone who's like, oh, of course I'll do that. Like, I like to have fun. But mm-hmm. I'm a horrible planner, <laughs> like, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, like, that was really, I mean, I contributed in my own ways, I'm sure. <laughs> but, uh, but like, having that was really nice for me, especially as a full-time traveler, or as a first-time traveler. And full-time. Yeah. Yeah. First-time yeah. full-time traveler is what you were, yeah. And you got so um, much better at traveling over the course yeah, of your travels. Yeah. I feel like I, I grew, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like I grew in a more noticeable way than than maybe you did. I, I have a lot of, I'm like have an anxiety disorder. Like mm-hmm. I have anxiety and it displays itself really physically. Mm-hmm. Like I, I take these weird breaths when I'm anxious and I do this like weird swallowing thing um and like I'm I just like have a nervous disposition as a human Mm -hmm. um but I like noticed in traveling because I really like having new new things to look forward to each day like I get anxious being bored Mm -hmm. and like not having stuff to do so so it's probably a really good environment for you I like had noticeably way less nervous days than I do in in regular life so like that was and I feel like I feel less anxious back home generally yeah Mm -hmm. and like I feel a lot less particular about things Mm -hmm. like not we never really like roughed it or anything like that Mm -hmm. I feel like but like Isaac's this is my best example that Mm -hmm. I can think of Isaac's bed is home at home before we left i was like this thing is hard as fuck it is Mm -hmm. the most uncomfortable thing i have ever laid on like it it was not a comfortable bed Mm -hmm. but now we're back and i'm like this is so luxurious i'm so comfortable (laughs) and like i have all these pillows yeah Um, you're like this is my space like i i know this is just like it doesn't even feel like a hard bed anymore i don't know what happened it's the same bed (laughs) yeah but that makes sense. No, you like get come back and like things that didn't used to be as comforting to you are like so much more comforting. Yeah, like I remember coming oh home and looking at my room and I'd never had this perspective of my room before, but I was like, this is my room and it's all. And I was yeah. like, and I am so grateful for my parents for giving me this space that's 
just mine and I was like I haven't had a space that's just mine in so long and especially also coming home from college I'm like I share one a room that's probably half the size of my room back home with two other girls and so like coming back I'm like ah it's nice just have a little refresher of like oh yeah this is this is my space and like that to me like growing up in high school probably was probably not not that comforting yeah I was just like oh okay this is my room like whatever yeah this is my house that's something like without Isaac's family and like Isaac I wouldn't have been able to do this because like Mm -hmm. I don't have that Mm -hmm. like my family doesn't have that so it's been really nice to like come back to you guys and yeah. like be able to see you guys and and all of Isaac's family like to welcome us home and like yeah. have a place to stay, cause and like to leave my stuff. Yeah. And you know, I don't know, just to like have that support system. Yeah. Is- I also feel like when you date someone, because you guys have been dating for three years now, right? Yeah. So it feels like, I feel like once you date someone, (laughs) um, I feel like when when you date someone for that long, like, it feels like you're a part of the family now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I've, obviously, you guys have been gone for a year out of those three years, right? But, like, we've known you now for a long time, and we're like, oh my gosh, of course, like, we're so excited for Sam and Isaac to come home, you know? Like, it feels like you're a part of the family, you know all of us, like, it's just, it's cool, I, I think that's, like one of the cool parts of dating people yeah you get to like be you get to be brought into their their life and their family okay so I guess my final question um would just be overall what was your favorite part of this entire experience like favorite place you went favorite thing you learned just what was your like highlight yeah if you had to like wrap it up in one way that's just kind of a big broad question but yeah so yeah, usually think. we break yeah, it you can up think about region. it we're like oh, our favorite place yeah so did it feel like there was multiple chapters of this trip because it was so mm-hmm. long okay yeah. yeah yeah well that's the the reason the question is hard is like geographically we were so many spots and we mm-hmm. saw so many cool places but i don't want to give the answer of like the coolest thing we saw mm-hmm. um i think it's less interesting yeah we saw a lot of cool things. We but saw a lot of awesome stuff. Also, earlier I said that mm-hmm. when we got to Italy, I was like, oh, this is like America. And then I realized if anyone from Italy or who has been to Italy listened to this, they'd be like, that idiot. I don't actually mean that Italy is like America. Of course, yeah. it is unique in its own way. I just wasn't overwhelmed <laughs> by the differentness of it. Yeah. Compared to like India, which we went to later, where yeah, <laughs> that would have been completely like, overwhelming as yeah, it, yeah. your first spot yeah exactly yeah i feel like that was something big about our travels like we kind of warmed up to to different areas like i think when we started traveling it would have been really overwhelming for me to go to india like a big bustling place that's Mm -hmm. like very different from the u.s but we like started in europe and Mm -hmm. then we went to southeast asia seven months later and then seven months later we went to india and it all like progressively got a lot easier to transition to like new environments mm-hmm. which was cool i feel like that's a cool yeah. a cool growth mm-hmm. thing yeah. you know what and i mean it's cool that isaac said that you got better at traveling as well because i do feel like it's a skill oh, you know yeah, yeah there's a lot going on there so it's cool that you got the hang of it and you're like oh, yeah i'm a full-time traveler now look at me go yeah. do you guys yeah do you guys have any travel plans in the near future like does this experience make you just feel like we have to get back out there yeah yeah we want to go there (laughs) we want to do another similar trip i think Mm -hmm. uh sometime south america we want to go to we want to go back to india nepal we want to go to everest base camp yeah that's awesome 
can you imagine doing this with anybody else? Like, I feel like you guys traveled really well together. And I just, like, I don't know. How how do you think your experience would be different if you did this solo? Because I feel like that would totally change the experience. But I feel like you guys traveled so well together. I think you definitely should do another trip like this. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I don't know if you agree. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was so grateful to have Sam on the trip with me. I mean, like... She made it possible to go for so long because you always, like, having a... A little bit of home. Yeah, like, and just having that, like, companionship just makes it, like, way easier to make the travel part of, like, be a lifestyle rather than just uh, Mm -hmm. a trip. Uh, And because Sam had never traveled before, I think, it was so exciting to see you see new places yeah. mm-hmm. for the first time ever. I, I just like... got, like, so much secondhand joy out of yeah. you being like, oh, this is so cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. like oh, Isaac, did you see yeah. that? And he's like, Sam, that is a rock. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I, I totally agree. Seeing someone else get so much joy out of something that maybe you've already experienced or it just isn't as, like, crazy to you, then suddenly it's, like, just as exciting because you're like, oh, my gosh, like, maybe look how... Maybe that was your favorite part. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I feel like the favorite part might have been, like, traveling together. Because now you guys, like, no matter what in in life, you will always have this experience together. And then when you come home, it's like, I feel like so many people ask, like, how was it? And that's such a hard question to ask someone or answer. If someone's just like, how was the uh, 13-month trip that you just went on? You're like, ah. Um, like, life-changing, like, so many things happened, you know? So it's, like, the fact that you guys have each other and, like, you can o- you always have that bond. Like, no one else in the world will be able to understand what you guys went through fully except for the two of you, you know? I can ask you guys questions, yeah. but I, I'll never know what it was actually like being there, experiencing that, like, feeling that. Yeah. And so it's cool that you guys will always have each other, you know, with that experience together no matter what. Like, you'll be like, we lived some, some life together. We did a yeah. whole year of some crazy memorable intentional cool ass things and i think that's like one of the most valuable parts as well and you're right it also makes it a lot easier too because i think as humans we kind of forget how comforting it is to have something that reminds us of home or a person that reminds us of home and i think that's something i looked for when i was traveling was like i had you know mia came and visited me at time at one point and i had friends come out and visit me and i felt like that made my experience that much richer because i was like i can now you know, I now have these shared memories with these people I really care about versus if I had just done the entire thing alone, it would have been a lot harder coming home too because I wouldn't have had those pieces of home that helped me along the way. I wouldn't have been able to stay as long. You're right, I would have come home sooner if no one had come and visit me, but I was lucky I got like 13 visitors or something in my year there. So, yeah. Yeah, I talked to your dad about it last night and he said traveling alone, what like totally struck him was how fast everything went in terms of like, he would go to, he said, the Taj Mahal, and then you just walk around for 30 minutes, and that was it. Like, it was okay, done. It. So it's like part of the travel is actually just like hanging out with a friend or a Other partner in, in a cool space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it's like you have to soak it in, and to do that, you have to be, uh, you have to be living with people. You have to be experiencing yeah, things socially you can't just like go physically movie. put your yeah. body in a spot <laughs> yeah, and say like, like i'm traveling now <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So. yeah. 
to reflect with to be like, wow, that was so cool, wasn't it? Like yeah. being like, oh, look at that rock. Like look at that. Yeah. imagine yeah. if you would just yelled that and no one responded. Yeah. That would have been awkward. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm thankful too, like I I like to to be in a partnership that's not just just regular, like I don't know. We both want to live exciting you know? lives yeah. and like make these memories and stuff and like are are content in in doing lots of different things. I'm yeah. thankful for that. I don't I don't want to just go to my job every day and that's oh, what I yeah. do until I die. 100%. That's something <laughs> that's definitely something I'm looking for in like a partner is like I want to find someone who's like wants the adventure of life, you know, yeah. kind of the adventure that you guys just lived. Like I I do not think I could settle being with someone that didn't want that. Like what you guys just said I want to do that out of college 100%. If you're listening and you want the adventure of a lifetime, yeah. hit me up. <laughs> hit me up, I guess. Um, yeah, even in a platonic way, too. Like, I just, I want to do what you guys did and travel and experience that with people, so. And be be challenged. I don't know. Be challenged to do more instead yeah. of just stay in the same place. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the fact that Isaac, like, knew he wanted to do this and he was like, I'm doing this, like, no yeah. matter what, this is something I've always wanted to do. That challenged you because you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. I'm down. Yeah. I feel like you're I, down for it. I love it. Personalities are are good in that way too, because Isaac will be like, "I want to do this fun thing," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best. I feel like that's the way that yeah. life is most fun when you just are like, "I'm down. Let's do it. Let's have this adventure." And I've loved hearing about this adventure that you guys went on, and I want to hear more about it. As we have so much time, it's the holidays. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody! Um, but I'll definitely be asking you guys more questions, of course, about it. But like, I just think it's the most fun thing and so exciting. And I think like, I think that was the best use of your guys' time. Honestly, some people will look at yeah. that and be like, "Why didn't they get jobs? Or why have they been making money?" Like, yeah. oh, who cares? Memories are so much more valuable than money is. Hundred percent. Honestly, getting a job after this year of travel was way easier. Yeah, than, you have a lot of. Job, a lot of chit chat for your interviews. In yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you're like a more charismatic more interview. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like well, well rounded, I guess, in other ways. Wait, well, that... you stand out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I made my resume colorful. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You know, be resume tips with Sam and, and drunkest party Brits. <laughs> Love it. Do you guys have any final thoughts? Well, I was teaching before we left, mm-hmm. and something I will say also, as someone who, like, as a teenager, was like, I will never leave the United States, and none of this is possible because I don't have any money. Mm-hmm. Um, like I still until we did it I didn't think it would be possible but like it's very possible mm-hmm. to travel yep. this is your proof right here yeah. you can do it it's yeah. like general life advice is like if you want to do something you can just start planning it uh and you'll probably find that it's a lot more possible than you realized you are probably going to be able to pull it off if you uh mm-hmm. if you take yeah. those first steps of like doing it pretending yeah. you're gonna do it uh until yeah. Till you actually you're capable did. you're yeah. simply capable of anything if you decide that you want to do it and you put your mind to it like nothing is impossible yeah. i completely agree with that so just put yourself out there do it go travel see the world they yeah. did it they travel for a whole year you could do it too yeah. even if you don't have a lot of money yep yeah awesome <laughs> all right well i am zoe and this is isaac and isaac, isaac, isaac. isaac.
and, and Mia. And Mia is here too. Railway and rider. Thank you for listening <laughs> to this. Mia. Thanks, Mia. Ooh, Mia. Special guest. Mia, Mia. And thank you so much for listening. I love you guys, and I will see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.